Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. I've been talking about scheduling, agendas. I've been talking all this because if we're gonna be productive, we gotta put it on paper. If we have a vision for our day, right, then we need to put it on paper. Uh, it's a good time to really do it is the night before when you think about what you wanna do the following day. That way you don't have to take time to think, you just wake up and execute the plan. You don't have to think about it. Listen, set out your clothes. That makes a huge difference for the next day. Set out your clothes, that way that's one decision you don't have to make. Get up in the morning, fix your bed, because you know, I don't know about you, but no matter how messy my room could be, when the bed is fixed, it just makes it look so much better, right? So listen, I know these are just little things, but I tell you, when you do them, it makes such a huge difference, amen? Man, I'm super excited to be with you today. Uh, and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and praise you in Jesus' holy name for your word and for how you're gonna speak to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. When I say create a daily schedule, it gives us something to press towards, right? But even more than that, it creates order. Planning creates order. You know, at least in your mind, you've already have an idea of how productive you wanna be the next day, right? So it creates an order, it creates a certain peace because if scheduling creates order, then order creates peace. So when things are in order, when things are in the right place, it continues to drive us. I don't know about you, but when I make a plan, then it makes it so easy to go forward because now I don't have to think about what I wanna do. I just have to do it. And sometimes in the morning, my brain just doesn't work that well, so I'd rather plan it the night before. Create a daily schedule, and let me tell you why. Look at Philippians chapter three, verse 13 through 14. God's word says this. It says, brethren, I caught not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, ahead, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. A daily plan defines your productivity. You see, your daily agenda is a written list of tasks that you wanna achieve in the next 24 hours. That's right, but this is so important. Decide your priorities in the order of their importance. So you will never unlock your potential until your priorities become habitual. What are the most important things that have to get done? Now, now listen to me. Sometimes the most important things aren't your most favorite things. Mm, come on now. That's right. Sometimes your most important things aren't always your favorite things. So, so we tend, right, because we're uh, constantly seeking comfort, right, is to put those things off and say, yeah, hey, I'll put that off. Let me take care of the things that I like to do, the easy things. But then what happens if, if, you, if something comes up and those things are interrupted, then the most important thing doesn't get done later, right? So you got to slide that to the front and get that, you know, get, make it a priority. You know, for me, health is a priority. So eating well is a priority. And of course, uh, doing the mile or sometimes two miles on the treadmill every morning 
really helps me I layer my habits, right? So while I'm on the treadmill, I'm listening to my Bible. So I'm able to do both at the same time. When I walk the dog, right? And now I'm also uh, listening to some preaching, teaching, and some and some health things that I listen to, some doctors that I follow on YouTube. So, so I, I layer, it's called layering your habits. And, uh, you know, do two things if you can, because they don't take away from each other. It's not like multitasking. I don't have to think about walking. <laughs> it just happens. So as I'm walking, I'm listening and I'm, and now, and I'm also walking a dog. I'm triple layering, but decide your priorities, get them done first. Right. And if trying to get healthy is important, get it done first, get it out of the way because every other thing on the planet will distract you. Right. And of course, like I said earlier, priority become habit. So we just attack them. And you know, I believe that this is very, very important because see, when you focus on your priorities, you will eliminate confusion because you'll get those things done and they won't keep piling up on you because the, the priority thing is the important things that have to get done. Once they start stacking one on top of the other and then they start causing confusion, you're like, my God, you're starting to feel overwhelmed because there's so much to do. So I believe that keeping first things first, priority things first is super important. Priorities expose the unnecessary. I tell you what, this was so important in my life uh, when I first uh, went into full-time ministry 15 years ago. Uh, you know, I want to network and do all this stuff and meet all these pastors and, and just get to know people. And I realized that um, as I continued to look at my priorities, I realized that some of the things I, I had on my plate were taken away from my other priorities, which was my wife and my family, right? And the energy that I had to spend time with them and be present when I was with them. So I realized that some of these things, when I looked at my priorities, it helped me cut out the unnecessary. Ooh, that is so good, y'all. Look at your stuff, look what you do, see what's unnecessary. And what's unnecessary are things that take away from your your, your spouse's uh, relationship with you, your children's relationship with you, and your ministry, your assignment that God has given you. Those are our three priorities, right? And of course, our, our jobs. <laughs> uh, maybe the job is, I say the job is third because job is our ministry as well. So all these things come together. See, and, and I believe that what we do in church should be an overflow of what we do with our spouses, with our families, with our jobs, and then our ministry really, really, really flourishes. Amen. Praise God. And, and I believe that as we're aligning ourselves throughout the day, I think it's really, really important to talk about the things that you're passionate about. Because when you're talking about what you're passionate about, amen, you become even more passionate about what you're talking about. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So the fruit thereof of your talking, of your, of your tongue declaring and talking about your passions, your dreams, your aspirations, I don't know about you, the more when I talk about those things, it ignites a fire in me. It, it creates passion, right? Uh, and it's so important that the more you talk about God, that's, that's why I love when I have a conversation about what God is doing in people's lives, man, because I see when as they keep talking, we keep talking about it, it makes me more and more passionate. I can see the passion in them as they're discussing what God is doing in their lives as well. 
You know, I love when I talk to certain brothers and sisters in the church. Man, every time I talk to them on Sunday, they just they just have this passion for life. You can tell they're enthusiastic about their calling. They're enthusiastic about serving others. See, you got to remember that enthusiasm is the only climate that the seed of success will grow in. Mm, you cannot be successful about things that you're not excited about. Mm, come on now. It's hard to succeed if you're not enthusiastic about it. See, if you want others to get involved in your dreams and your goals, you must exude an aura of excitement. You must be enthusiastic about it. I believe that Jesus was probably super, super excited on a regular basis, very enthusiastic, very passionate, right? Uh, and of course, because of that passion, because he understood his assignment and his focus, man, it was just, I would have loved to hang out with him. Actually, we still hang out with him. We hang out with Jesus when we hang out with one another. Because I tell you what, I love when I see Jesus in someone, I see their passion for ministry, I see their passion for life. And I say, man, that's the Jesus in you that's on fire. Because I believe Jesus' passion was contagious. Remember this, that your energy will attract others to your dream. I'm talking about excitement in everything, not just in ministry, not just in work. You know, husbands and wives, if you want your, your spouse to be excited about your dreams, then you know that energy that you're putting towards it should draw them in, right? Should draw them in into your dreams as well so that you can work together. Your children, when you share with them uh, the things that you desire from their lives uh, or whatever it is that, that God is placing in your heart, when you do it with enthusiasm, if you're homeschooling, and we homeschooled our kids for years, and we were excited about teaching them because we loved the fact that they were learning not just educational stuff, but they were learning our values at home. They were learning the things that we wanted to implant in them, the seeds of God's word. And you see sometimes in schools today, that's very difficult to find. But man, I tell you what, when you see the fruit of your labor, man, then you realize that was the most important thing that we've ever done was spend time homeschooling our children. Uh, and even now, um, I, the last one, uh, actually, uh, Victor actually goes to a hybrid where he goes to school twice a week, but he spends the rest of his time doing his homework, getting everything done. And so that's so super important. So remember, your energy attracts people's dreams. And, and thought and talk, listen, thought and talk magnify anything. Mm, my, We're just dropping bombs right now, right? Thoughts and talk magnify anything. Whatever you're talking about, whatever you keep thinking about keeps getting magnified in your life. So my question is, what are you thinking? What do you keep thinking throughout the day? Are you putting yourself down? Are you coming? Are you condemning yourself for the things you've done in the past? Because if that's all you're thinking about, it continues to magnify your faults. It magnifies your flaws. Listen, I want you to know that your life is covered in the blood of Jesus right now. Reactions to your enthusiasm purges relationships. Oh my goodness. There are some people that will not get excited about what you're sharing. There are some people that will not get enthusiastic when you're sharing your vision and what God wants. Know that those relationships probably need to be distant in your life. They don't need to be so close. At the end of the day, you'll see by your 
enthusiasm and where God is taking you, whether that person can come along as well. Not everyone was, is, is destined. Not everyone is called. Come on, somebody, to be with you. So sometimes uh, when it comes to certain relationships, now I will say this, though, don't take this to the next level, y'all. I'm just going to, man, I just got this a little check in my heart. That does not always include your spouse. Listen to me. We have to pray for each other. We have to pray for our spouse. We have to believe that God can change their hearts. The Bible says that the, the husband sanctifies the wife, the wife sanctifies the husband. So keep praying for them because I've seen so many miracles and so many turnarounds. If you're sharing stuff with people and they don't get excited the way you do, then you got to find those that will fuel your fire, that will get excited about what you're doing as well. Reactions to your enthusiasm decides who receives the gift of access to you. Ooh, my goodness. The reaction to your enthusiasm decides who receives access to you. Oh, come on now. If someone is excited and enthusiasm when I share the vision of what we're doing, planting more churches in Richmond, and man, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know. the. We don't have the money to do it. It doesn't matter. But I just see the vision. And when I start sharing that with others and they get excited, man, it just fuels my fire. And I want to be around those people. Amen. Because we can have that vision together. You know, those that I invite to fast with me. I have a team that fasts with me every week. We fast every Wednesday. You know, those people excite me because they're joining in the vision of fasting and praying on a regular basis. And when we do that, man, it changes everything. Amen. And so it's so important that enthusiasm and how people react to it decides who has access to us. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful to be in your presence. We praise you this morning and we thank you in Jesus name for all that you've done for us and all that you'll continue to do. And Father, in the name of Jesus, let not our will, but let your will be done. We surrender to you this morning, O oh God, and we make you a priority in our lives. And Father God, we thank you this day for our daily bread. We thank you for our provision, O oh God, for providing for every need for ourselves and our families. And Father God, forgive us, O oh God. Forgive us this day our trespasses. Father, pardon us today, Lord God. Forgive us of our sin. Cleanse us of all unrighteousness, Lord God, especially as we forgive those that trespass against us. Father, we, we, we just pray for, for the power to forgive others right now. Father, we forgive them. We release them. Those who've talked about us, those who've talked against us. Father, those who've heard us right now, just, I pray you just touch them. Lord, we forgive them right now in the name of Jesus just like you forgive us. And Lord, thank you, Lord God. Uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Protect us and guard us. Guard us, oh God. Put your angels around us. Put a hedge of protection around us, oh God, that everywhere we go, you'll be with us protecting our every step and protect our families as well. In Jesus' name, we thank you for answering prayers this morning. Even before we intercede, we know that you're moving, Father. And right now, in the name of Jesus, help us to create a schedule for every single day to take the time the night before to write down the most important things that have to be done and get them done early in the day and continue to move on. So, Father, thank you for the productivity. Thank you that we're able to accomplish more for your kingdom 
because our children are part of your kingdom, our spouses are part of your kingdom, and everything we do, our jobs, our worship, our work is worship, so that everything that we do is done with excellence, oh God, in Jesus' name. And Father God, help us to continue to be passionate about what you've done in our lives, to find those, bring certain relationships into our lives, oh God, that we can share our dreams with that won't judge us, Lord God, that won't minimize what we're doing, Lord God, but bring relationships that are also fueled by the passion that we have and, and those that have maybe similar passions as well. Father, thank you. Father God, in Jesus' name for the enthusiasm and the excitement, Father God, that draws others to our dreams and to our goals. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for those on our list right now that need salvation. Lord, we know that the cross is the only way for forgiveness of sin. So Lord, draw them to the cross. We intercede and we just thank you for saving them. We receive them saved and whole and healed. In Jesus' name, we pray for those that need divine healing right now. Lord God, touch them right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for somebody that has a back ailment right now, that has something in their back that's hurting, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus that in this moment they'll receive your word. And in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, for healing them. And I pray for anyone that needs healing right now. It's by your stripes that we were healed. That's your word. And that's your promise, oh God. We stand upon it and thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. We pray for those that are bound up in addiction, bound up uh, in different in pornography, bound up in areas in their minds, in confusion, in deception, uh, that are bound up in depression, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we pray, though, God, that those chains will be broken right now in the name of Jesus. And they'll be free to worship you and to praise you. Fill them with your Holy Spirit right now. And give them the power to walk away and turn away from those things in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for restoration of marriages and heal those that are hurting in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you and I praise you for miracles and signs and wonders. And I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And I praise you for divine vision. I pray for abundance and overflow. I pray for those, oh God, that need to learn how to give more. They need to not just give their money, but give their time, give their energy, give their talents and gifts. I pray that you will teach them what sacrifice looks like. And Lord, I pray you also teach them how to tithe and how to do offerings, Father God, because we know that unlocks heaven. Hallelujah. It unlocks heaven and it defeats the enemy, according to your word in Malachi. So Father, thank you for the victory. Hallelujah. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Always remember, always remember, when you're walking in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.